Hi, I'm Brenda. And I'm Jessica, and you're listening to the Lifting You Higher podcast. Where we like to take heavy topics and lighten them up. Our goal is to encourage and lift you up on this journey we call life. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. Everybody and welcome back to the Lifting You Higher podcast. I'm Jessica, as always, joined by my amazing co-host Brenda. Yeah, and um, today we have a special topic for you. We're just gonna have a, a little chit chat about the um, Pray America event that happened um, Lebanon, Kansas, in Lebanon, Kansas, July twenty yeah. third. Yeah, in July. So, um, okay, so why Lebanon? Because I'm curious. Like, okay. Lebanon is like the teeniest town ever i can testify that there's not even a stoplight in lebanon, oh my kansas it's just fyi um lebanon kansas is the geographical center of the continental u.s okay so back in 1940s they did some surveyors did it and this, there's an actual rock there and statue and flag this is this is the center of the united states of america oh wow and um so Douglas Small and a couple other people, mm-hmm. um, and if you Douglas Small has written several books, he's very much a um, leader of praying in the um, Christian uh, uh, world. He um, he got pressed upon him that the nation needed to be called together for a prayer meeting mm-hmm. to ignite the um, third wave, the next wave of revival through our country. Wow! Because if you've been paying attention to anything. We need a revival. Uh, yes. Amen to that. So um, he got together with a couple other guys. Um, I think Rob is the last name of one. And um, forgive me why I put my glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dave Butts. And they got together with a couple other people. And they um, made this event happen through the power of God. And um, it was awesome. So on July 23rd from 2 to 8... Uh, they think approximately 2,400 people were there. It was wow. a big giant tent. And when I say a big giant tent, I'm talking like a three ring circus sized tent. Wow. And they put out, my understanding is they put out about 3,000 chairs and um, they think about 2,400 were filled because okay. they counted what wasn't. True. And so um, so it started at two o'clock and um, with, they opened with obviously praise and worship mm-hmm. and um, the point of the um uh event was not to come listen to speakers speak in fact there was no sermons or speeches given oh wow it was strictly every anything that was said was oriented around prayer Mm -hmm. and about what and and leading the crowd in prayer yeah and so that was really cool because it was like i think we've all heard enough sermons Mm -hmm. and speeches this was action that's good and yes. yeah, we don't seriously. Yeah, we we need more action than other than just okay. I'm gonna feed come me. feed me. I mean, I, we've talked about this a lot that we <laughs> you know eventually need to move from our mom's milk to more spiritually hearty food. So I'm I'm glad I'm glad that it was more of an action act, act activation kind of thing. Yeah, I think. Well, I think we've all been fed enough. Yeah, I mean, just think of all of the. 
Oh, anyway, I can get on my yeah, soapbox. Yeah, I mean, I we're not gonna we're not gonna go there. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I think as Christians in yeah. America, we have all been fed enough and probably need to push away from the table it's, and now start yes. acting on it. It's time for us to be bold and that's right. push forward. That's right, and that's what this was all about. So, um, so we it was opened with prayer, and it, also I wanted to give the website in case people wanted to go look at it. It's at um, it is. I want to say it right. It's America with an S, America's Prayer Meeting, all one word. So America's Prayer Meeting.org. .org. Okay. And um, that's where you can go, and you can go and you can download um, the prayer guide and everything and, and see what happened. So um, that's awesome. We'll put it on our um, Facebook too. Facebook, and then also make sure to include it in the show description or like yeah. the show notes. Yeah. Um, okay, so it was in Lebanon, Kansas. There was like 2,400 people. Were they just from like Oklahoma, Kansas area? Where did these people come from? No, they're from all over. In fact, it, Lebanon, Kansas is on the border of northern Kansas and Nebraska. Okay. It's actually closer to Omaha, Nebraska than it is any other major city. Oh, okay. If you want to call Omaha a major city. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, no offense to those no, people no who are from Omaha. No offense to Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> That's right. But that would be the closest largest city. Gotcha. And um, so... How they they there was much planning into this um, from last year because they had many organizations that came alongside and partnered with them. One of them was a motorcycle group that's led by Gary Bird, and they traveled the continental rim of the United States. So they their motorcycle group started in Washington and drove state and drove rode their bikes all the way down the border of America up through Maine. And then back down into Lebanon, Kansas. Wow. And um, they they think they traveled about 9,200 miles is what they said. Wow. And it wasn't just riding a motorcycle. They would stop and they would pray. And so they shared their um, testimonies of some of the things that happened on their trip. And, um, and then also they had delegations from all the outer rim of uh, the United States that mm-hmm. came. For a second, for example, they had a Washington, Oregon delegation that came. They had a San Francisco delegation that mm-hmm. came. They had a San Diego delegation that came. They had a Houston, Texas delegation. They had a Florida delegation. I believe they had something from South Carolina, North Carolina, but I'm not. I don't quite remember. They had a New York delegation, and then they had a delegation from um, the main area, okay. and they had a delegation from South Dakota. Oh, great. So they all came from those points mm-hmm. into the um, Lebanon, Kansas, yeah. and they testified as to some um, things that happened to them on the, their trip down too, where they would stop and they would pray or they would meet up with people and um, groups that were supporting them also. So this was a national organization. It wasn't just a one a note um, ministry. It was just a whole big collaboration um, kind of effort is a big effort from many okay. many many people um so was this on tv yes it was it was on um victory channel and um it was on uh some international and i can't remember the name of oh. his channel awesome um but it's also on youtube okay right now if you want if you looked it up on youtube you could mm-hmm. watch it and if you went to their website i'm sure you could probably find the link, find the link. from sure. there Wow, that's so great. where you can see it and um it was so it was on tv mm-hmm. uh and it was all 
you know, it was, I mean, I, obviously they had a plan as to the, you know, how yeah. the, like it the was going to go. And how, yeah. But it was all very, um, also very organic and very Holy Spirit led because you didn't know what was going to happen, you know, when people started praying. Sure. And, and praise and worshiping. There was, you know, it opened with praise and worship and there were times intermittently where we went to praise and worship because that would be the appropriate time to go. Mm-hmm. So, um, was this like one denomination or was it several that came together? It was multiple denominational. Great. Yeah. So it was not Pentecostal holiness. It was not, um, uh, it was any kind of denomination. Sure. It was all mixed in. So I think that's so awesome because we're unified in Christ as a body. Well, at least we should be. Yes. So, (laughs) I mean. That was his plan. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we're supposed to be, it doesn't matter what denomination we are, we should be unified in Christ. So I think that's great that, you know, people can just look, you know, doesn't doesn't have to be their same denomination. Because I know there has been some yeah rough patches between denominations and even between like same denominational like churches. So that's great that they can put those you know biases aside and just be unified in jesus that's right and in fact i was sitting next to some a delegation of people that were from south korea wow so they were um they were missions missionaries from south korea that were in the country for something else Mm. and they heard about this and came because they were wanted to be a part of it yeah and so um they were sitting next to me, and the coolest thing about it was, so I was sitting next to the guy that spe- spoke the best English, sure. and then the other ones were um, could speak English, but not to, it was uh, kind of hard to carry on a conversation. Yeah. So um, he was sitting next to me, and he said that, um, he was sharing with me that, you know, that they were here, and that they heard about this, and they wanted to come and see it, and be a part of it, mm-hmm. and... Um, he is a missionary from South Korea that is called to Jordan and Syria. Oh my goodness. And, and I was like, I was like, okay, that kind of blows my, my little pea brain. And I was like, so you speak Farsis? And he goes, no, Arabic. Oh, I, said, yeah. I said, so you learned Arabic to go to a country <laughs> to mission, be a mission field yeah. of Syria and Jordan. And I okay. was Let's just think about this for a second. God called him. He speaks English. Well, and well, South and, Korean. And South Korean. South Korean, English, and now Arabic. Yeah. I mean, I was I just, mean, I was like, and you, Brenda, and all I could think of was, what a fat little baby Christian you are. We're just soaking in all the like, mama's milk instead know, of going like, out I there. Like, I know. I was like, this guy is. I mean, I was just like, okay. Uh, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut because I've got nothing to say back to that. And um, <laughs> I mean, okay, can I just say that I know this is not our topic that we're talking about, but God uses anybody, like anybody who is like, okay, God, here I am. Use me, send me, do, you know, I will do whatever you want me to do. Like God uses the little, the little people. They, God uses you, you know, the people listening to this, even me and Brenda who, might not know another language, but he'll use us to impact his kingdom. I think that's just. Well, and what, what country? Oh, that was another thing they did. What yeah. country needs missionaries more Korea. than, no, oh. than America? Oh. 
just blew my mind. Some statistics about American Christians, and it was just embarrassing. Mm. It was embarrassing, sad. I mean, I'm not surprised. And you immediately wanted to just pray for forgiveness because it was like um, how we have so... um, Well, first of all, um, the generation that's in college right now, how how lost they are, how unsaved they are, it's like huge um and um just it's it's just so heartbreaking to know that we um we weren't paying attention Mm -hmm. we left the wheelhouse and just i i think also we just get lazy because mm -hmm. we think oh we're the we're in like the bible belt but i think about especially for us in oklahoma think about how many weed shops there are i mean it is like a constant like up in your face, um, the podcast for the end of the month, we're going to be talking about three things that God's really spoken to you about. And like, just, it is just so evident the need for Jesus, even in the U S I mean, I feel like we're like, Oh, we're, we're, we're doing pretty good. Like we have a lot of Christians in the U S we need to focus on other countries. I know sometimes I fall into that category just cause I'm an, I work for an international missions agency, but I mean like, yeah, it's just, it blows me away the just the the amount of people that are that lost that are lost that are that need you know that have so many offenses so many like you know hurts and unforgiveness and just and just trauma in general yeah and just do not <clears throat> have um ever accepted Jesus as their personal savior yeah that's the bottom line yeah and um so it was it was just a, I mean, the blinders came off. It was just an awakening moment of saying, wow, we have really left the wheelhouse of, mm-hmm. you know, being in charge of where the church should be, yeah. of how we've let our, we've let our generation down. We've let the, you know, our children's generations down and now their children's children's mm-hmm. children's generation down because they're raising children that don't know God. So we're now yeah. two generations away from God. Yes. And that's America. Yeah, that's just. So it was just really, it was really um, sad. That part was sad. Mm-hmm. It was like, wow. Okay, this is an awakening moment. Get get on the. Yeah. The, what What was the biggest like, God moment for you? Like either like God opened your eyes to something or like spoke to you about during the event. Well, I would say two things. One thing is that, and and. Douglas Small said this a couple times, and it, it was almost like maybe we should all have that tattooed on us <laughs> so we don't forget it. Yeah. Is that this is a season that God is making a shift. Let me put it that way. God is making a shift. And this is a shift from nobodies to nobodies. Let me get it right. Yeah. We're making a shift from somebodies to uh. nobodies. Ah. Uh. No longer is it the... um so-and-so's ministry or you know this person's leading Mm -hmm. us or this guy this guy's that you know the the one we're following no this is from somebody's to nobody's Mm -hmm. meaning that it's up to you and i to get out there Mm -hmm. and start spreading the word oh i could and that god has Mm -hmm. god has commissioned us and that's you know it's no longer well my pastor will do it or evangelist so-and-so will do it that season is over. It's mm-hmm. dead. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Buried. We've. It's now. It is a season of us. Mm-hmm. Nobody's. It's on us to get out there 
and do what needs to be done to spread the gospel. Yes. And if you don't see that, Mm -hmm. you need to open your eyes and see it because that is the transition God has made. In fact, you better get along quickly, otherwise you're going to miss the wagon. Yes. It is le- the train has left the depot Ooh. on this. Yeah. It is a season of nobodies spreading the gospel. Not anymore is it left on the shoulders of somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, I've, and I felt that shift too, because like, we're not going to be, I, well, honestly, there is a day <laughs> with the people in power right now, there's going to be a day that comes that a big, massive church are not going to be allowed to meet together. And so we are going to have to come together as a body of Christ and meet in like smaller groups. Yes. That's coming. So be prepared for that. And if you're still, I hate to use this word, but sucking on your mom's teeth, it's time to grow up, mature. And that, and we're not like condemning you for doing that. Don't just hear my heart. It is time for us to stand up and be bold in our faith and walk out in what God has called each of us to and that is, again, in Matthew 28, to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them the way to go. We've got to make disciples. And again, we've said this before, you know, discipleship gets a big, like, it needs to be a big ordeal, but it doesn't. It just means you coming alongside somebody, loving them, showing them the way to Jesus, and then getting them to do the same thing with somebody else. It's easy. Okay, sorry. I'm off my soapbox. No, that's true. We are all ministers. We yes. are all ministers of the word of God. Yes. And we are all ministers leading people to the salvation of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And it is our time. It is the nobody's yes. time. Yes. We are. And so what that means is that every day we need to seek opportunities to spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. And just like Jessica and <laughs> this podcast you know it's just like we're doing this podcast okay so you know maybe we're not having thousands upon thousands of followers but that's okay because if we did i'd probably wonder what the heck are we saying yeah (laughs) i mean i mean but i mean if we are it's great if god chooses to go that way hallelujah we'll walk with it yes but this is about us speaking into people's lives Mm -hmm. that know us that say it's our we're supposed to be doing this yeah. it's on us now it's mm-hmm. not on um evangelist joe so joe 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 or mm-hmm. you know um uh, pastor tommy or whatever it is on us we are supposed to be the ones in the field mm-hmm. working at bringing the gospel to people that don't know it yes. and the people that don't know it are everywhere in america everywhere this is the new field oh my goodness ministry field if you don't know somebody that's not a christian really open your eyes and then you probably just grocery store just go knock on your neighbor's door yeah if you don't think you don't have anybody that's not (laughs) saved just go knock on your neighbor's door and introduce yourself because i'm telling you they don't know jesus they're everywhere i mean okay we're we're filming in my little office right now, if you guys didn't know that. And I'm telling you, um, three, four out of my five neighbors do not know Jesus. One of them is a Muslim couple, and I love them. And so what am I doing? I am I am I am ministering to them by being kind, showing love. We talk about Jesus as often as we can. I mean, like the Muslim couple that lives across the street from me. I'm showing the love of Jesus. We've had deep conversations about Jesus and they were like, yeah, we know you're Jesus. I'm like, come like, 
you can't just like automatically say, oh my gosh, do you know Jesus? And, and I'm going to force this down your throat. It's got to be a, a gradual thing. It's like, you know, <laughs> like we've got to get out of our comfort zones and our little God boxes and just push our way forward. We've kind of like changed this conversation over to encouraging you to like share the gospel. But but I that's like, what this was about. I feel like this. Th- yeah. yeah, this is what the event was for. Um, okay, so I have another question for you about this event. Well, let me tell you about the outline of oh, how yeah, it yeah. went, yeah, too. Yeah, I can tell you. So it opened with um, music, praise and worship, yeah. you know, and then it transitioned to um, repenting, America repenting for what oh. it had become. Yeah. And now if you're anything involved in um, in ministry, you know that this is not the first time that that's been called. In fact, it's probably started actually. The first time they did it was in 2007. But... Um, I think last year they started doing some of it were, well, that's COVID 2019. (laughs) But anyway, um, so this is not new, but when you are, when you are (laughs) moving into prayer with God, what is the first thing it says to do? Forgive us for our sins. Mm -hmm. So it's like, listen, we need it. We need to, it it ain't going to hurt to, you know, say this again. So let's forgive us for our sin of apathy Mm -hmm. and um, not, and turning away from you, God, of being so sophisticated that we don't need you. Mm, and that, you know, we've got good. smoke, we've got smoke machines, lovely music. <laughs> We're okay. We can do this without you, God, mm. or without you, Holy Spirit. And so there was a, a great um, repentance, call for repentance in prayer for our, um, our slothfulness, our lack of I- inviting God into our churches, mm-hmm. our lives, but you'll still professing to be Christians. So in a Christian nation, allowing to be sleep, fall asleep at the wheel, allowing people to take control of our country that are not Christians and, and misunder and be accepting the lie of popular um, news that says this is not a Christian nation. That is a big fat lie. And so, and, um, and, just go read the Mayflower Compact <laughs> if you want to know that that's a big fat lie. Yeah. Because um, that was the night before the Pilgrims landed on Pilgrim on <laughs> Plymouth Rock. They um, they wrote a a a vision statement, a proclamation of what America was supposed to be, and mm-hmm. it was everything about God, about being based on this is going to be a God nation for God about God. It's people will worship God, mm-hmm. the one true God. So anyway, uh, I'm not going to get off base, but anyway, so there was a great repentance um, mo- time, moment, a time of mm-hmm. repentance. And then it shifted from repentance to lamentation. Yes. And that's a word you don't hear a lot. No. And lamentation is about when you acknowledge you've repented and you mourn for your, for your sin. It's yeah. like, okay. Like, let's say I, I mourn for, I, I stole something from Jessica and I repented, mm-hmm. but now I, I mourn for the fact that I did that, mm-hmm. that I allowed myself to become that, yeah. to become a thief. I, and I, I, and so it's a, it's a more act of mourning. That's mm-hmm. what lamentation is about. You don't hear a lot about that. Mm-hmm. You hear about repenting. But you don't hear about lamentation because lamentation is what you do when you truly, truly feel repentance. Mm-hmm. So if you want to understand more about lamentation, there's a whole book in the Bible about it. So just go to it, read some. You'll understand what the premise of lamentation is. Yeah. And then after that, we shifted into um, 
praying for and speaking what America was about and what it will become yeah. and what we're what we're asking God for, the changes we're asking God for. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was very cool. And then um, they also brought up, um, okay, 50 states. So they brought up 50 volunteers yeah. that had, here's the big lie that media, mainstream media will tell you. And that'll tell you that America was not based on God and that none of this country is, has anything to do with God. Mm-hmm. And that's a, another lie mm-hmm. because every constitution in the state of America mentions God mm-hmm. as the divine power. Well, I mean, it's even on our money. Yes. In God we trust. So. That's right. So all, that is a lie. And so what they did is they took the states alphabetically and they had some, okay, start with Alaska, for example. Although I don't know. Is that Alaska the first one? Anyway, Al- Alabama. Alabama. Okay. Yeah. So they started with Alabama and brought up and they um, said, this is Alabama. And um, we're so thankful for you, Father God. And we ask that you move upon our state, you know, let the fire fall. And because we've believed in you, we've always believed in you. And then they would read two or three sentences from the Constitution of Alabama mm-hmm. that said, God is God and God is what we want in this yeah. state. So every they did that with every state where they mentioned pieces of the Constitution where it proclaimed God, our Father, as the one true God. And, yeah. um, and, the, and because this was televised... <laughs> They only got to New Jersey, which Aww. broke my heart because I was like waiting for Oklahoma. You yeah. know, I was like to cheer. And so we didn't get to go to Oklahoma. We didn't get to do Oklahoma's. But um, but they afterwards, they went quickly through each one um, mm-hmm. that didn't get mentioned. And so that was great. But um, but so don't believe that lie yeah. that um, secular world will tell you that this country is not based on God because that's not true. It was everything was based on God yeah. for America. And um, so after they did that, then there was some rejoicing. And then again, there was more profession of what our, we want our country to be. Mm-hmm. And then it, okay, just briefly mention about the kids. Oh, oh yeah. So they had from three to eight, I think they had a, a children's tent where you could take your children to. And oh, it was so amazing because yeah. I mean, it was hot. Can I just tell you it was hot? <laughs> and um people showed up with their children and they weren't from Kansas. It was like, Oh yeah, we're from Philadelphia. (laughs) And they've got like three little kids under the age of five, you know, behind them. One's in a little wagon. And I'm like, you're kidding me. And you know, and so anyway, so people showed up with their kids and, um, I just, that just blew my mind because I can just think of all the excuses people Mm -hmm. made, you know, and these, these young people brought their children. But anyway, so they brought some children from from the kids' tent that, you know, were old enough to talk <laughs> and, you know, yeah. and pray. And they um, lined them up and gave them a the microphone for each one to pray. And they came to the first guy who was probably, I'm going to say he was like maybe 11, 10. Okay. And they hid it in the microphone and he just started crying. Aww. And he wasn't crying because I'm scared and you're making me do this. Yeah. just He... It was like he went to speak and then nothing would come out because he was just overwhelmed with the presence of God and started Aww. to weep. And I, I'm still crying from it when I try to tell it because everybody in the um, under the tent were just like, you know, started, started crying. crying. Oh. And it was just like, you know, it was like, oh, God, we've messed up so bad. Yeah. And for Same like for him to, you know, just be in the presence and just realize, you know, the power of God is just sweet sorry yeah, I, mean, I didn't mean to make no, you cry so, again <laughs> i tried to tell her before and it yeah. was, i can't talk about it without crying because it was it was not he was 
Um, well, then, you know, he's a little boy, so then he got embarrassed. Yeah. Because he was crying on stage with the microphone in his hand in front of, you know, 2,400 people. Poor little guy. So then he, you know, kind of got embarrassed. So the, you know, children's ministry person, you know, hugged him and said, it's okay. You know, mm-hmm. it's okay to cry. And when but just he, the innocence, the in, the innocence of the children and just, they, they, you know, they know the love of the father and they just, yeah. And the feel of just, the Holy Spirit. And this uh, is why God said, Suffer not the children. Yeah. Be as they are. Yeah. This is why. You know, we get so sophisticated in our minds. And and it's so black and white and plain mm-hmm. and easy for them. And so, um, so anyway, he never got anything out. <laughs> never said a word. Yeah. But he didn't have to. He didn't have to. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, they just went down the line. And, you know, each one said, you know, uh, just so you know, uh, you know, your simple plain, prayer, simple yeah. prayer, you know. And, um. And, and it was very moving, you know, and it was, and, you know, again, Douglas Small reminded me, this is when God hears our cries, mm-hmm. when we are sincere in our praise and worship, when mm-hmm. we're sincere in our prayers, and when we come to him as a simple child saying, God, look what a mess we've made, and only you are yeah. the one that can figure it out oh, and make it right, because we want to be right with mm-hmm. you. And um, so, yeah, that was, that was real moving, too. It was... Wow real touching and i thought you know this kid probably oh my gosh wonder what's gonna happen you know what god has planned for him because it was just really again there was a nobody yeah a nobody that affected 2400 people adults yeah (laughs) they had them all crying yes okay well i feel like we could spend like hours talking about how good god is and just the movement of the what happened you know like the miracles i heard there were so many miracles on the road of Yes. Of people being healed, people being saved, just lives impacted for the kingdom. So, but um, we just pray a blessing over you. And I'm just praying that the Lord shows you, um, you know, what, what he has in store for you because he has such a great plan and purpose for your life. I do want to interrupt one thing, and that is if you want to read more about this, I oh. just really urge you to go to their website, www.americasprayermeeting.org, and look at it because. I, I, my understanding is that you can download their prayer guide, which is a, um, 28 day prayer guide. It started from July 4th to July 31st. Now, obviously July 4th through July 31st is over with, but the fantastic part about this prayer guide is it gives you a daily, I mean, it's, it's like gold. (laughs) It's worth gold. It gives you a daily guide of things to pray for, for our country for yourself to get, you know, to pull yourself up out of the nappies and the, <laughs> the, um, crib, yeah. uh, things to get you going. I'm telling you those last, that July 29th, 30th and 31st one is like, if that doesn't get you fired up and whipped up, I don't know what you may <laughs> want to check for a pulse. Yeah. Um, and so it just, it's an awesome prayer guide disregard the dates on it it's just an awesome prayer guide for praying for america and and it and it's mind-opening too because it gives you some facts about the people in america about what's the unknown people Mm -hmm. the lost nations that were in the america and i'm not just talking about native america i'm talking about immigrants that are in America that don't know Jesus. Yeah. That, hey, they came here. They're for a game. Yeah. To, to share Jesus Christ with yes. them. Yes. So I very urge you very much to get the get the prayer guide. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just awesome. awesome. If you feel called in your heart to pray for America, you need to get this prayer Do guide. It. Yes. Okay. Well, as always, as we wrap up, you are beautiful. 
every single person listening, um, and don't let the enemy tell you otherwise, because right. you are, you are loved, you are wanted and needed so badly. Um, and God has a purpose and a plan for your life. So just don't forget that. Um, and we will see you guys at the end of the month, third Thursday of August and just be blessed and just be bold in your faith and walk out. That's right.